I'm all about that fuss-free glam. Give me makeup that's versatile and feels like air on my skin and has ingredients that love my face, that's good for my face. You know, clean ingredients. And don't even get me started on mascaras because I do want them bold and lengthening. <laughs> and so we have Thrive Cosmetics, which I've been using since 2020, obviously because I appreciate their foolproof products that make it really easy to apply for any skill level. And they have a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look, but also they give back. Every product purchased, Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive. Hence why it's Thrive Cosmetics, C a u s e medics thrive cosmetics and bigger than beauty skincare are not just makeup brands they're a whole vibe they're all about empowering us to rock our confidence and when you support them we are helping other communities thrive their stuff is not only easy to use but no nasties zero parabens sulfites phthalates they are 100 vegan and cruelty free let's talk lashes thanks to thrive's liquid lash extensions i must say that my lashes are just so beautiful and lush it adds lengths there are no clumps and also guess what it slides right off with warm water so no raccoon eyes here and i appreciate they have nourishing ingredients that support longer stronger and healthier looking lashes over time and it's a unique formula they use that creates these tubes around each eyelash to lengthen them. We've had problems in the past with the link, but the link does work now. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com magic. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash magic for 10% off your first order. As someone who is so excited to garden this spring, yet really wants top quality soil, I'm really excited to introduce you to Coast of Maine, which is an esteemed brand renowned for its organic soil offerings. And if you're seeking to infuse your home environment with a nourishing essence that promotes flourishing plant life, you're going to want to listen to this because with over 28 years of expertise, Coast of Maine has meticulously crafted soils sourced from oceanic waters and farms certified for organic cultivation. It's so nice to find such a sustainable sustainable, eco-friendly brand who really emphasizes the importance of natural ingredients to enrich their soil. And I mean, they have, like I said, top quality with rigorous quality control and OMRI listed certification. Their diverse range of products caters to all gardening needs. Most of our soils may lack appropriate nutrients for success for our plants and our plants need this. We want to regenerate the healthy microbes in our soils to set up for gardening success and just for our plants to thrive. So if we add Coast of Maine products, this will indeed help. Whether you're planting trees or shrubs or perennials in your yard, adding Coast of Maine soil in your planting holes leads to a long, slow feeding of your plants, making them self-sufficient and vibrant, which we love. Let's say you want a vegetable garden, 
Not only will you receive abundant harvest, but there will be less feeding and maintenance throughout the season. Amazing. You know that everything grown in Coast of Maine soil is organic and safe for your family and friends right out of the garden. And then you get to also feel good about their sourcing as I'm so thankful they provide natural ingredients because they will never include household waste or biosolids. And we know that nothing nurtures the world above better than the soil below, cultivated from products and practices rooted in coast of Maine. And so they will continually perfect the art and science of sourcing, mixing, and composting products worthy of the people and the place that inspired their brand and the healthier world it was built to serve. Coast of Maine believes in nurturing relationships with local retailers. We love supporting local and the products are carried by local retail partners who can provide advice and insight not found in big box stores. So Coast of Maine knows from beginner to expert, anyone who takes a hand to the land has something to offer the growing community of gardeners everywhere. And their products make organic gardening simple and approachable so we can all garden. So let's get to growing. Visit coastofmaine.com to find a local retailer near you. That's Coast of Maine, like the state with an E, Coast of dot like we just don't look at ourselves that way as humans all we see are our flaws no matter how much work we do on ourselves so to to really like gaze into my soul in the mirror, I was spellbound. I was speechless and I was crying and she just started speaking to me and these words came from a much higher place. It was not, it was not me. And that's when she said very simply, I'm here now, I'm sorry, you're not alone anymore. I'm sorry that you had to go through all that you had to go through without me, but it had to be that way. And I'm here now. Now let the magic begin. Hello, Soul Tribe. It's Raquel. And first things first, (laughs) I just wanna thank those of you so much for all the love and support that I am receiving from you on the Instagrams after taking, you know, just a short 17 month break (laughs) for my mental health and honestly spiritual wealth. I, I, it's just amazing the shift that has happened within since perhaps the turn of the solstice or perhaps some (laughs) shadows were released, whatever it was. I just first had to share this new ignited fire within me. Well, first I shared it in the Your Own Magic Soul Tribe Facebook group because of course you, the loyal listeners, because this is collectively all of us, those of you should definitely receive all the things first. (laughs) Audibly, here on the podcast, you know me, you know the soul of me, um, and those who might be newer may have created a picture in your mind of me, but it's always nice to put a face 
to the voice, I understand, especially as we're all evolving and changing and growing in so many ways. So then, of course, the Instagrams. <laughs> I am so thankful for any of you who are sending your love and I'm making sure to not only answer everyone back, but to also always support the Insta souls who send their love, leaving little love notes on my pics. And I just, I must return the favor as that's honestly the double Leo in me. And it also just doesn't make sense why people wouldn't want to do that because I would not be doing what I'm doing without you. And I want to not only share my inspiration visually now, but I want to see yours too. I want to see you. I want to see your faces beyond the Facebook profiles. <laughs> so I'd be happy to support you with your own magic as well, obviously. <laughs> Otherwise, why would this podcast exist anyway? So um, when you do listen to this, I'll, I'll actually already be in Bali, which forgive me for some delays as of course I'll be going with the flow of Mama B since she always has her own rhythm and there's quite a time difference between Bali and pretty much everyone else in the world <laughs> except for Australia. But, you know, it's a little different than Europe and the US. But I will definitely make sure to send you love in Bali as well. And I love you for it. Anyway, here I am. It's actually the day before I leave for Bali. So I'm recording this in Utah right now. And I'm just, I'm swarmed with a variety of feelings. So much to cram in between now and Bali. <laughs> so I'm just going to be pointing my fingers at a planet, though it is mostly my fault for procrastinating, but I'm just going to point my fingers at a planet and do my best to dance with Mr. Mercury, who is in retrograde right now. I have so many butterflies, at least three to four butterflies in my tummy. Uh, actually probably dragonflies. <laughs> yes, dragonflies. I don't know, I wouldn't call it nerves, but just curiosity and nerves. <laughs> now, of course, when you listen to this on Magic Monday, and I'm in Mama Bali. I'll be floating around the spellbinding land of Mama B without too much of an agenda as again, she just, she really will take you where she sees that you need to go. And it's your choice to fight it or surrender to her power. So some days I know I'll be experiencing extreme highs and others perhaps extreme lows because she's probably gonna heal something that I don't even know quite yet what needs to be healed. Honestly, it was when I lived in Bali when I learned to just really go with the flow and surrender to her power, which ultimately helped me learn the actual power of true surrender in all cases. So even during this chaos and noise, right before I leave for Bali, I'm just surrendering. Sure, it might not be picture perfect like I had envisioned a month ago, but I'm just gonna surrender. So thank you, Mama Bali. Also, Mama Bali, her magic stems from the people and their rituals. Every morning, there really isn't one house or one business that doesn't dedicate their early waking hours to the gods leaving offerings outside the doorstep every morning. And so, oh man, I love oh, probably my favorite hour around 5 a.m. ish, 6 a.m. when you hear all the cock-a-doodle-doos, cock-a-doodling. 
And sometimes you may hear a deep voice singing his mantra meditations. It's powerful. And I'm really looking forward to basking in the presence of the land that simply gave me that nudge to really find my soul, go on this soul-searching spiritual journey. I couldn't be more thankful and I couldn't imagine what my life would be today without my experience living there. Anyway, today's magical guest, she also traveled solo to Mama B, where she experienced a profound shift within as she wrote lovely poetry and had some psychic and medium experiences, which she shared on a past episode a little over a year ago. She had just aligned with this great awakening to her soul and her divine essence. My good friend and beautiful soul sister, Jordan Younger, who has been on this podcast twice. And I'm sure you're probably familiar with the voice of Jordan as, I mean, (laughs) she has been helping hundreds of thousands in the spiritual wellness space for years now and even shares her own spiritual journey and other expansive souls journeys on this crazy little thing we like to call a podcast. And that was actually one of the inspirations behind Your Own Magic when Allie and I created it. So (laughs) thank you, Jordan. (laughs) And to be honest, I just, I feel deeply connected with her on an energetic level, even if, even if we haven't been in each other's presence since our brief run-in in a place in Santa Monica called Beaming, which happens to have the best smoothies in Southern California. And then I think about a week later or two after that run-in, I moved to Bali where I discovered the best smoothie bowls in the world. Shout out to Seeds of Life. <laughs> And now, Bali wasn't the only time and place where Jordan really felt her soul, felt her truth. I mean, you'll hear this. She actually felt and saw the presence of her soul. Uh, I'll let you listen. I'll let you listen to the episode. And on this episode, you also hear her experiences that really helped her understand her soul's mission from ayahuasca, her ancestors, Lyme disease, human design, Pleiadians, channeling her twin flame Jonathan and finding the true power when she learned how to embrace the art of surrender and so on. So here's the tea, sis, or I guess in Jordan's case, what she likes to call spirit juice. So allow me to spill the spirit juice for a minute or two since uh, Jordan and I, we actually mostly talk more about stories and aliens and channeling and plant medicine and all the things during this episode and in our real life IRL. But I just, I must share this in the intro portion of this podcast since I obviously have a pre-recorded outro. But on July 8th, Jordan launched something she, she's been envisioning and channeling for a while. She's created a nine-week power course, soulful course, which I'd actually like to refer to as a soul-expanding at-home retreat, essentially, to help you wake back up to your own soul and tap into your intuition to align with your heart and create from a place of deep inner peace, aka basically Jordan's life now she's sharing to help you not only manifest, but see how everything is just energy. It's all about energy, my friends. And we hear that, we're like, oh, okay, it's all energy, yeah, sure. Like, what does that even mean? And when you can actually understand and comprehend the actual meaning of what energy is, 
it makes so much sense how you see we are all abundant and how we all can truly easily receive into our magnetic field. Anyway, so she helps you understand energy. <laughs> and my friend, all her meditations were actually channeled by um the Palladians. Yep. Actually, I think the whole course was channeled, which is badass. And so for you, she's gifting the tribe 10% off using promo code MAGIC. Just click have a code at checkout and then type in MAGIC. The first 100 who sign up receive a bunch of stuff from skincare to blender bombs and her favorite CBD and so much more. I'll put all that in the show notes for you, of course. And I just realized I never said what it's called. It's called waking back up to your soul keyword back <laughs> so if this resonates with you in any way beautiful and whether or not it does i'm so excited for you to honestly just hear the golden nuggets throughout this episode as jordan is such a soulful storyteller and so i had to throw that in the intro because we don't really talk about it too much on the podcast and now for the yummy review of the week this one really blew my mind. So, okay, this one's from Nikita Dodson. So she writes, thank you so very much for creating this beautiful space. I am a licensed professional counselor and I work with a lot of victims of child sexual abuse and clients with trauma. I was at a point in my life where I was becoming depressed and slightly jaded. I had lost the magic in my life. I discovered this podcast and it completely changed my experience of day-to-day -day life. I listen every morning and it helps me to get aligned and centered. I especially appreciate episode 99, which I have probably listened to 99 times, lol. Keep on shining. Nikita. <laughs> One, thank you for being such an amazing healer and just force in this world of helping children overcome some of life's greatest challenges. You are a true, true superhero and I am so honored to even provide any value for you as you are really providing so much value for this world. And also, thank you for listening to episode 99, about 99 times, because that one was a solo episode. I remember it was slightly hard for me to fully share, but being in that vulnerable state healed me. And so to know that it ultimately healed someone else makes it all so worth it. I actually have chills right now, Nikita. I love you. Thank you. And you're an absolute phenomenal human. And I'm honored. Last note, something you should all dip your toe in because it's free for two months at least. When you use our URL. But pretty much any skill that you desire to acquire, Skillshare has some quality course for you. Over 25,000 courses, in fact. Again, two months for free when you go to Skillshare.com forward slash your own magic. So, I mean, if you're interested in writing, singing, poetry, photography, or any kind of design like graphic and character, interior, illustration, editing, business creation, social media marketing, anything you want to really expand your skill in, which you know I'm all about the power of education and continuing when we get out of school to continue to grow as a human because why would we not want to experience as much as we can? And this is handed to us for free 
for two months. And so Skillshare again is gifting the Soul Tribe two whole months for free when you sign up at Skillshare.com slash your own magic. That's Skillshare.com forward slash your own magic and learn something new for your soul. And now it is time to let the magic begin with Jordan Younger of The Balanced Blonde. So that's that, but I'm very happy to be talking to you and to get into this. I know. Then maybe we shall just dive in. Let's do it. I think we should pray. I think we should pray. Yeah, let's do it. (laughs) I love it. (sighs) Dare divine guidance. Thank you. Thank you so much for this magical moment with someone who I care so deeply about, my soul sister here, Jordan. And at this time, may you use Jordan and I as vessels to deliver a shared truth from our hearts so seamlessly with ease, allowing the egos of our minds and the voices to simply just take a back seat as we are just present in this moment together, open with love and compassion, and feel the desire to share whatever comes to heart in a vulnerable way and bring light from any experience, lessons and messages of our lives that will help us and shift the lives for the better of others and everyone listening. And may the tech run smoothly without interruptions. Yes. <laughs> oh. Oh, beautiful. Oh, you're so good at that. <laughs> it really is my grounding force, though, because remember, I told you I was like having a bit of a stressful day. And you know how I have that whole podcast ritual. Yeah. That I do before. Didn't have the time. So us talking before we did this for like half an hour and then just diving in with the prayer. I really feel ready now. Good. Like I, I'm so glad we did that. Yeah. I'm so glad we chatted first. <laughs> Always so nice. It's so nice. It's so nice. So for our very first question, the one I ask all the Euro Magic guests, what excites you most in this season of your life? Oh my gosh. Well, <laughs> I did just launch something exciting yesterday. Yeah. That excites me deeply. I did launch my course, Waking Back Up to Your Own Soul, that I've putting been putting my heart and soul into for so long now, basically ever since it first channeled into my head a year and a half ago. So launching that yesterday and having it out in the world and beginning to hear people's responses Mm. via Instagram and Facebook and email and even in person, the people who I know who are doing it is really lighting me up (laughs) because you never know until you release something how it's going to land with people. And I've just gotten such wonderful nice feedback and it's thrilling it's like the most exciting thing ever oh my gosh I can't wait till we dive into that me too I love what it's called I love that it's called waking back 
up to your own soul because we have already been awakened to our soul. But, you know, some of us are kind of sleeping like zombies right now as we walk this earth in these human shells. Exactly. Thank you for being there to help us wake back up. (laughs) Yes, because we are eternal souls and waking back up, that's our true nature. But we've forgotten because we're humans and that's part of what it is to be a human. So waking back up is the biggest gift. It's been my biggest gift and it felt like the right title. Um, And it's also just the right timing because though you have always been on this beautiful spiritual journey um, and it's been about over a year since you were last on, which is crazy. That is crazy. I know. It feels like it was not too long ago, but it was literally over a year ago because I was living in London when I talked to you uh, on the podcast. But between now and back then, you and I, we text or we voice memo back and forth and I can just, I can feel so strongly that you have transcended from this reality in a way that has allowed you to truly soar into another beautiful, high-vibing level as you are just so tuned into your divine essence and you are vibrating and radiating so much light and so much energy for all of us to really feel, but I just, I can feel the awakening. And even Brie told me when she was in your presence, she's like, I could see it in Jordan's eyes. Mm -hmm. Jordan's woke. (laughs) Yes. No, I love that. Yeah. I mean, you guys really know me, you Mm -hmm. and Brie, and you've seen me through a journey. So you know that, yes, I've been on a path and lately I've just been more awake than ever. And I credit that to so many things that I'm sure we'll get into. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, you have many different pillars that really marked it that have manifested this shift within you. There's so many different journeys from plant medicine to Palladians to your Lyme disease and getting married, this experience with Jonathan, your soulmate, so, so much, or twin flame, shall I say. Yeah, both. So much, yeah, that has led you to understand more and more of your soul's mission. So mind sharing a story or any of the stories or all of the stories that come to mind. Yes. Oh my God. I love this. (laughs) All those things are incredible. All those things. Should I dive in? Let's dive in. Let's do it. (laughs) Okay. Well, starting with plant medicine. Yep. I was about Um, to say, I knew it was ayahuasca. Yeah. Ayahuasca. I have to start with ayahuasca because doing and sitting in ceremony with ayahuasca twice this year, the first two times of many in my life certainly, has been such a huge shift in my perception of the world and who we are as eternal souls and what we came here to do and what I came here to do. And it really ignited me to connect with my lineage and my ancestors in a way that I never realized was so important. And that is a huge part of my own awakening as on my separate ayahuasca journeys. I connected with my grandmothers and my grandmother's grandmothers and many before them. And we went on a healing journey together. And I didn't realize or understand how important that was until I did it, until we did that together. And they had so many messages for me. And just scientifically, even the DNA seven generations back lives inside of us. So our eggs 
as these tiny, tiny, tiny little cells were in our great, 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 great grandmother seven years back body. Um, So, of course, anything they've been through, anything they've experienced, we feel and is a part of our DNA, um, both the good and the bad. But the more difficult things we can work through. And some of us came here with really big tasks to heal a lineage. And I don't believe that's everyone's calling. Everybody has a different calling. Everyone has a different family and circumstance. But I realized part of my calling was to heal my lineage. And Mm. I did come here for that very specific reason among many others. So ayahuasca really showed me that and it introduced me to the power of connecting with my lineage and then ayahuasca also introduced me to the power of connecting with my own soul with my highest self and in may my soul stepped into my body and she spoke to me and said i'm here now You're never alone. You never have to be alone again. I am with you now. And we're going to do your life together. Mm. And you're not alone. And here I am. You found me. You went through all the hard work by yourself. And now I'm here. So that really, really, really changed my life. That was in May. In May? Yeah. In (gasps) June, I came home, recorded the whole entire course. And I do feel like a completely different person. Wow. Oh, my gosh. I'm trying to visualize. Can you give us a visualization of how this soul experience happened with your soul coming into your body and telling you you're not alone? Like, where were you? Paint us a picture. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. This is, I'm so mind blown right now. I love, yeah, I love getting into detail about this. Mm-hmm. I was in a circle with – um about 20 people in our ayahuasca ceremony. Jonathan, my twin flame Mm. fiance, was there. He was on the other side of the circle because men and women were separated. And I kept having this feeling, this urge to get up from the circle. We were in this beautiful house in Los Angeles. And with tile, like these gorgeous handcrafted tiles, all, I mean, millions of tiles, like in this house. And the house was a work of art itself. I kept having this urge to get up and walk into the bathroom, this gorgeous bathroom with these incredibly high ceilings, hot pink walls. I did go back the next day and look to see if the walls were as pink as I thought they were. And and they were, um, And I was deeply feeling the medicine of ayahuasca. So really, really, really deep, basically on a different planet. And I walked to the bathroom and looked at myself in the mirror. And the person who I saw looking back at me was me, of course. And it was my first time ever truly seeing myself, seeing myself as someone who loves me, sees me specifically Jonathan, and I realized that I am so beautiful on the inside, which radiates on the outside and 
Like we just don't look at ourselves that way as humans. All we see are our flaws, no matter how much work we do on ourselves. So to to really like gaze into my soul in the mirror, I was spellbound. I was speechless and I was crying and she just started speaking to me. And these words came from a much higher place. It was not, it was not me. And that's when she said very simply, I'm here now. I'm sorry. You're not alone anymore. I'm sorry that you had to go through all that you had to go through without me, but it had to be that way. And I'm here now and there's no more suffering for you. It's, it's only getting better because you're not alone. And I recognize that my soul speaking to me was not just my soul. It was my grandmothers, my ancestors, my angels, my spirit guides, the Pleiadians. It was my eternal soul who's in all of these places, who's connected in all of these dimensions beyond this one. And so her stepping back into my body was wildly powerful because she's coming from the consciousness of love. And so for that to step back into my body, it was the most profound experience I've ever had. (sighs) That's one of the most profound stories I've ever heard. Oh my gosh, I have chills. And what a beautiful painting. I have not on ayahuasca, not to that great extent, just in this conscious presence. The closest thing that I think everybody should at least practice at home to perhaps do their best to even feel that without ayahuasca, um, which I actually want to do in September, by the way. But that's a side note. Um, The closest thing is, have you ever just in your conscious sober state stared in front of the mirror actually I wouldn't even say sober I almost feel like you're the most sober when you're on ayahuasca true again that's another sidetrack note mm-hmm. so when you stare at yourself you soul gaze at your eye and just looking into the pupils of your eye looking at the color of your iris and feel your heart beating and think to yourself as you're gazing into your eyes I know you more than anyone knows you and I love you and to think of all the childhood experiences you've had all of the heartbreaks that you've experienced the pain the suffering all the different triumphs and trials and when you stare into yourself and you just feel that and remember all those different things but to know that you are still here standing strong is such a great way to really tap into the soul of you and knowing, even though you might not fully experience it to Jordan's great length, but just knowing that all of you, all of her, all of she, your guides, your angels, your ancestors are there with you all the time. Exactly. Yeah, that's so beautiful, that distinction. You can do that anytime. You don't have to be under the feeling of any plant medicine. You don't have to be doing anything special. All you have to do is gaze into your soul and quite simply remember who you are. Tell yourself something kind. It will really change the trajectory of your day and then ultimately your life. Yes. Uh, 
I also like that under the feeling of ayahuasca. I know. Well, it's funny because when Jonathan and I recorded our episode together about um, ayahuasca, uh-huh. which is coming out tomorrow. Oh, yes. Um, so everybody listening, it will already be out. Yeah. Um, I, I said something like under the influence of ayahuasca and he paused it and he was like, you can't say that. That's not doing like respect and justice to the plant because we think under the influence of alcohol and things like that. So he's right, but I need to figure out how to say it. I think it's more in, in the essence of the medicine. In the essence, when you are in the essence of the medicine. All right. I'm back on the Instagram and I need to pick up some great photography and vlogging courses, I guess, for the YouTubes because I also just got a new camera. And so thankfully I've got um something called Skillshare, which you can actually try for absolutely no cost whatsoever for free for two months when you go to Skillshare.com forward slash your own magic. You know, I'm passionate and all about personal development and self-expansion in areas that just tug at your heartstrings. And so in light of this, I encourage you to take at least one course to expand in one skill because it's free for two months. So perhaps a portrait photography course to take Insta-worthy pics of your friends or an illustration course or animation or entrepreneurship, productivity, business courses, painting courses, writing, poetry, yada, yada, 25,000 courses at your fingertips to learn new skills and strengthen your passions. So yeah, you're welcome. Free for two months (laughs) when you go to... Skillshare.com forward slash your own magic. That's Skillshare.com forward slash your own magic. And start your two months today to expand your mind and soul with one new skill in some way. On with the show. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that's so fascinating. And it just, it makes sense that you are now really embodying your soul's mission just instantaneously after that experience. But it's very clear what – it's interesting that one of them is to heal your lineage, which makes a lot of sense. But there are so many more missions I know your soul seeking. And it's just very clear as, well, you're a reflector. Your sign, your human design is a reflector. So – and for me personally, you represent such a light within myself too. There's always something about – there's something about you that I feel is a part of me. And when I heard that human designs are reflector, I was like, oh, maybe that's it. Or maybe we're just solely connected, but also maybe that's it. Yeah, that's so beautiful (laughs) for saying that. Yeah. Yeah. I think we are definitely connected in many ways, you and I, and also being a reflector in human design is the epitome of, of who I am, I feel. And like you just mentioned reflectors purpose is to reflect who people are right back to them and in order to do that we as reflectors have to be living in alignment with with ourselves and if we're not then we can't really be proper reflectors and I know how that goes because I've been on quite a journey to get into alignment with my highest vibrational self and it's been 
challenging at times. I've been very, very sick, and that's been a really big journey. So to live in alignment as a reflector is my full-time job, and I take it very seriously. Yes, and it's innately your job. Um, right. It's beautiful that you are taking it seriously and you're aware of it, but even if you were not aware of it, like your dad just found out he's a reflector, and no matter what, he's walking this life as a reflector. You're reflecting right. Reflecting to all of us. You're right. I didn't have to know that I was a reflector to know these things about myself. Yeah. And then learning that I'm a reflector makes a lot of sense. Oh, you rare breed. You one percenter. <laughs> it's wild. And you're such a projector. Oh. Such a projector. I love my projectors in my life. <laughs> when I first heard about human design, um, I was with my friend Christina, who's a manifester, and then I read I heard mine was a projector. And at that time, to me, projector was had kind of a negative connotation, like you're projecting something, right? I know. The 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 titles are are not always <laughs> Um, they're not the most reflective of right. what they are. And Jenna, my human design chart reader, very, very, very close friend, will be the first to say that. <laughs> she says, like, hmm, these words can be a little outdated because projectors are not projecting onto anybody. No. It's just what you're called. I feel like it should be guiders or something. I don't know. Totally. And That's then <laughs> same goes for manifestors. I know people are like, yeah. I'm a manifester, so I can manifest. Right. And the truth is, that's not actually what it's about. It's about <laughs> we can all manifest yeah. when we're living in alignment with our design. So it's a beautiful thing. And we can all manifest when we're also just truly tapped into our soul and waking back up. <laughs> 100% true (laughs) now I'm sure also as a reflector it's just like you are soaking in so much energy all the time and I I really really feel for you because it just must be so exhausting with everything going on especially with Lyme and planning your wedding having that on your plate and expanding the balanced blonde and then also just everybody wanting a piece of Jordan daily which of course your heart is so big so you're always happy to provide but how do you find time for you and to stay sane within yourself and to stay sane for your own soul to truly like tune in Mm, incredible question Yes, I do soak in energy, something I've known about myself my entire life. And now it's interesting because I've been working with this, with the subconscious mind and this incredible teacher to me, Peter Crone. He's in, he's in the documentary Heal, if anyone's seen it, it's an amazing documentary. Peter has me um, checking in with myself and when I say things like I'm sensitive, I soak in everybody's energy, I'm very fragile in certain ways, he has me checking in and asking, is that really true or is that just a story that I've been telling myself my whole life um, Mm. and that others have been telling me? So now I'm learning certain things like, yes, I'm highly sensitive. That is true. (laughs) Also, I am deeply powerful and unstoppable and all these things and when I'm doing only things that I love and care about and surrounded by people who lift me up and people who um, leave me feeling recharged and wonderful then I really don't feel like I'm soaking in 
energy yeah because I have clear boundaries so that just makes me extra mindful of where I spend my time who I spend my time with how I spend my days and I recognize that it's a luxury to be able to do that and to have built how to have built this career and this lifestyle where I can totally be the architect of my own day-to-day life so I feel lucky I also feel that everyone can do that just takes a lot of work to get there and um and I do need a lot of alone time and a lot of downtime and I just spent a wonderful week in Palm Springs rejuvenating I was completely by myself and in the desert communing with the earth and the plants and doing healing treatments every day and that literally rejuvenated me for like the year. I mean, I needed that. It was eight days of pure alone time, pure self-care. I was cleansing. I know you know the power of cleansing as you water fasted this year. And this was not a water fast. It was a different type of cleanse, but my body was very, very, very pleased. And I need to do things like that. And then if I come home and I hit the ground running the way that I did yesterday, (laughs) I can undo all of it in like a day. And I almost did that. Um, So I'm always learning and I'm always learning to be kinder to myself and take more time for me. It's interesting that you say you can undo all of that after you go through that experience because it's almost like I too, when I got back from the ashram after that 22-day water fast or 21-day, it almost felt like there was a test in a way from the universe. And I had so many things come up that, you know, had that (laughs) made me feel ungrounded. It made me get out of my Zen. (laughs) And right. I know. So in a way it is a test from the universe. And it's also just the juxtaposition of everyday life and then life on retreat style living, which is the best. Yeah. In which you honor. I mean, you that was so smart of you to do that right before you launched. Yes. It wasn't even planned. Well, it was, but um, that trip had been planned for a long time. And then the course came together when I finally started it, like very quickly, um, after a very many, many long months of thinking yeah. about it and planning for it. Um so it, it fell into being that way and I was nervous kind of to be spending my week off preparing for the launch, but it was perfect yeah. because every day I spent a couple of hours preparing for the launch and I was very um, in the zone and undistracted and that was beautiful. Oh, Jordan, you are a power woman. That was so divinely timed in so many ways and... Wow. I love that you also did bring up, and I think you were about to say something else about the juxtaposition between um, when you everybody gets that time to retreat, but then you also do need to go into the chaos and the noise of this loud, loud world. Right. How, how do you really handle this when you just really want to be at peace? Yeah, that's a really good question. I go through periods of time where I think I just want that peace. I do not want 
to deal with like everything else about living in the loud world. Yeah. Um, <laughs> AKA, like moving to Hawaii, which you have done or doing mm-hmm. something where yeah. I just live in the really slow paced um, jungle basically. And I, I do think about that because I think that that is also a blissful life, but um, there's, there's a whole other side to me that is very driven to be in a city and um, do a lot of things. And I'm very entrepreneurial minded. I've learned about myself and I love being in a city where I'm surrounded by the health and wellness industry. And so there is this other side of me. I love the peace and quiet. And I also love to dip into all of the things that the world has to offer. And I think that that's that's kind of what our souls came here to do is to experience all of it. And as long as I'm very mindful with when I do dip into the world and everything that the world has to offer and using social media and going to events and all these things, that I'm always doing it in a mindful way and really only doing the things that light me up and make me happy. And having a really, having a really um, balanced and loving home life with Jonathan and Hudson Mm -hmm. and knowing that this is my safe haven that I can come back to um, when I'm dipping into all those Mm -hmm. worldly things is really important. Oh my gosh. The power of just being around those that really, really love you and know you is unparalleled no matter where you are, how beautiful you are, if you're living in paradise, no matter what, if you don't have those people that are around you that just love you unconditionally, it really makes you want to only stay short term. Well, at least speaking from personal experience, you know, like I loved, I'm sure (laughs) I loved living in Hawaii. It was so peaceful. It was my favorite when I was living with Ali and that was such, that was one of the best times of my life for sure. But then, you know, at one point it did get a bit too peaceful. Yes, I do have a lot of yin energy within me and I am very, I need to be surrounded by mama nature. But having the juxtaposition really does make a difference. You can really feel off in some way where it's not so peaceful, even though you're living in a peaceful paradise environment. For sure. Yeah, you know that better than anyone. And I felt that way when I spent close to a month in Bali last year because I went by myself. And yeah, I just really, really, really missed Jonathan um, and Hudson. And I'm a very independent person. And, and I do a lot of things solo um, and with friends and things and not always just in my relationship. But there was something about that trip and being separated from the love of my life. And I just thought the deepest healing, which I'm looking to do on a mind, body and soul level is going to happen when I have, when I'm closer to him and when I'm, Mm -hmm. when I'm closer to home. So that taught me a lot. And this year I've spent a lot of time at home for that reason. And I've done very little traveling also because with Lyme, it's been really hard because every time I get on a plane, well, not every time, but I have had a few circumstances of getting on a plane and being in an airport and having some of the worst Lyme 
flare-ups of my life. So it, it's kept me home quite a bit. And it's been a blessing to learn how to heal at home and not always tell myself the story that traveling to a wonderful, yeah. <laughs> luxurious place like Bali is going to heal me. Yeah. And you know what? Everybody also is supposed to have their own story. I mean, you and Jonathan had that story together and you, like you just said, you realize your greatest growth for your own soul was to be home, to be healed. And that's how I've kind of been learning and dancing to the beat of my own drum. Like though I wanted to be with my friends in Hawaii, I just had this feeling to fly solo somewhere else. And I honored that. And now I'm home. So no matter what people are posting online and you might feel like, Oh, I want to be in Hawaii. Oh, I want to be in Bali because everybody else is. And I think I'm going to really connect with my soul. Perhaps that's not really going to be the case right there. 100% where you're at is perfect yeah that's beautiful I am off to mama Bali and guess what will be in my travel bag aside from yoga clothes and my new camera gear well got some uh, probiotics digestive enzymes activated charcoal and anything that's gonna prevent me from the notorious Bali belly that I don't want to experience ever again and allow me to digest all of the delicious ubud plant-based foods with ease. So I've been a fan of Hum's gut instinct specifically for a while now, as you probably know, which contain 10 strains of probiotics and 25 billion organisms with 30 vegan capsules in their 130-day supply. And now that I'm also turning 29 soon, I'm starting to become more aware of this thing that I could never really fathom because I think I thought I was invincible, but something called aging, which I guess does apparently happen. So I'm taking their turn-back time age-defying skin cell protection supplements, which contains turmeric and phytopolyphenols for antioxidants and polypodium leucotomos as a UV guard. And forgive me if you happen to be very smart and you know how to actually pronounce what I just said properly because I'm not confident in how I pronounced any of that. Anyway, so HUM is continuing to gift the Soul Tribe 20% off their purchase when you use the promo code MAGIC at checkout. Their supplements have been meticulously selected to help you out with any sort of tummy issues, skin issues, nails, metabolism, energy, sleep, or nutritional deficiencies that you might possibly need with the highest quality ingredients possible. And HUM products, they are gluten-free, they're non-GMO, and most of them are vegan. And the Soul Tribers can receive a free nutrition report from one of their nutritionists to find the right hump supplement for their needs. They also have deals often, like buy three for 25% off. But on top of that, 25% off, you get your 20% off with the promo code MAGIC. So why not? Just go to humnutrition.com and enter the promo code MAGIC for 20% off your order. That's humnutrition.com, promo code MAGIC. <laughs> I'm excited to have many experiences with you, including 
I know that you are super tapped in to channeling now. Mm. So, which is no big deal. Yeah. Not at all. You can just, you know, channel channel the Palladians. Right. <laughs> so, did you channel this creation, this course that you just created? I did. I love this question. <laughs> you just totally get me. I love the questions that you ask. I did channel this course. <laughs> this course was 100% channeled. And, you know, for that reason, I love I love distinguishing that because in, in many ways, I cannot take the credit for the information in this course. This course channeled through me. And every time I sat down to record for the course or write for the course, the first message, the loudest message I would get is get out of the way. Stop thinking about what people, um, what you think people are going to say or anything having to do with, with you, Jordan, because it's not about you and you're not even doing this. We are. So, of course, they speak in a much more loving tone, but the main, the main message is get out of the way. We have got this handled. And yeah, that's been a really beautiful thing. So the course was channeled from a few different places. Um, the main place being my soul, my higher dimensional self that lives in the fifth dimension where the only consciousness that exists is love. And the other greatest place that this course was channeled from was the Pleiadians, the light beings. Um, it's really them. And they remind me constantly that all of a lot of the words that come out of my mouth and the things that might sound spiritual or profound are them. And so they're always telling me like, you know, even when you're not channeling us and even when you're not consciously sitting down to channel us, you are always channeling us. And I find that really comforting because I know that we don't even have to work hard at all to be tapped into our to our guides, our team of light, we just have to be open to what they have to share. So I'm so grateful for them. The love that they shared in this course is next level. Um, specifically the meditations, because I, so I, you know, I've been teaching yoga for many years, but I am not a meditation teacher. And so for that reason, recording the meditations, there's nine meditations in the course, was one of those things where I was asking myself, am I, am I equipped to do this? Um, am I, what's the word, um, qualified? And the Pleiadians would consistently tell me it's not about being qualified. Like, all you have to do is what you're already teaching people, which is just get out of your way and trust. So that's what I did. They came through in the meditations and um, and then my incredible audio team made these specific, this beautiful specific um, music at a very certain frequency that elicits inner peace and healing and tapping into your intuition uh, that goes with the meditations. And so far what I've heard from people is that it is just nothing but really, really wonderful feedback. So I'm excited. I haven't personally listened yet, but I think 
this week I will. Oh, yeah. Well, I can't wait to listen to them too and listen to you channel and tune into those meditations. I bet, I wonder if it's 432 hertz frequency because for me recently, that's been the frequency that's been getting me in that zone. I wonder if it is. <laughs> I can look it up. I can look it up because he emailed yeah. it to me. Look it up. Wait, let me look right now. I have oh, yeah. it here on like the third page or something of the PDF. It's 528. Oh, that, that's a good hertz. one. Yeah. The love frequency, oh. also known as the miracle tone. Oh associated with repairing DNA, um, resonating the frequency of the heart, connects your heart, your spiritual essence to the spiraling reality of heaven and earth. Mm. And they, <clears throat> cool. I'm joking about tea. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> We're always both drinking tea, by the way. We're truly I, the same. I know. Oh, no. What kind of tea are you drinking? Um, well, I just finished. I was drinking traditional medicinals, a belly comfort tea, which oh, really, really helps with my digestion. Ooh, that's so good. I'm definitely yeah. not drinking a digestive tea by any means because it, I'm, what just, are you drinking? I'm just drinking a tea that tastes – this is my favorite tea, Jordan. I have to have this every single day. Day. What is it? It's called Goblet of Fire. It's at this really cute coffee shop in Park City, like on Main, called Atticus for Atticus Finch. Oh my God. You <laughs> I'm obsessed with Tequila Mockingbird. Yes. I'm obsessed with Atticus Finch. Yes. Wow. Me too. Okay, well, one day I have to go. Yeah, you're gonna come out to Jordan, I already have told you, you're gonna come out to Park City sometime. You're gonna come out to Park City. I'm taking you here sometime. Please. And I'm taking you around. We'll go on all the trails. I literally find a new trail every single day. And we'll go to Atticus and you can try Goblet of Fire because it's the best drink in the world. And their sizes are Alice. I forgot the medium, but then the large is Hagrid. That is the cutest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> well, I cannot wait to come and go yeah. with you. It sounds the most just sounds so lovely oh. and I'm so addicted to tea. <laughs> I stopped drinking coffee and tea <gasps> helps me through life. Really? Oh my gosh. What? Good for you. When did you stop? Well, it's been like an on and off breakup for like over a year with coffee. So sometimes I'm really good about it. Like after my first yeah. water fast, I didn't have coffee for a long time, but then it slowly crept back into my life. Same with after my second water fast. And then I really love it. So maybe I'll usually have it like once a week. Yeah, why not? But it really doesn't agree with my body and Mm. it fatigues my adrenals terribly. So when I drink a lot of tea, I feel good. Yep. I mean, you are human. That's what it usually does to most human suits. I definitely take like one day breaks just to, but I I, I can't do uh, entire. I, I can't do an entire month anymore unless I'm doing a water fast. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's a good time to reset. The yeah, it, well, it was the best time. Um, but I just now drink low acidic, or actually, I found this acid free organic coffee. But what's it called? Oh my! Okay, I'll send you a picture when I figure it out, and everybody, I'll put it in the show notes yeah. <laughs> for you. Everyone needs it. I'll put it next to Four Sigmatic so they don't feel left out. 
Yeah, poor Sig. Uh, poor Sig. Um, anyway, we got we to gotta continue talking aliens and Palladians and channeling yeah. and all those cool things. All the things. So uh, mind sharing with us your channeling journey, like when you realize I can channel and how you started to channel and oh, tune yeah. into that frequency. For sure. Well, some of the first experiences I had – um, gosh, where after I, um, so Nicola Berman, she is my Pleiadian teacher while well, she's very yeah. human. Although she's a shaman, <laughs> she's amazing. Um, she's officiating our wedding in November and yeah. a little over two years ago, Nicola, um, and I had a session in Ojai where she was living at the time. and. We knew each other slightly from when Nicola had an almond milk company in LA and we knew each other a bit from back then, but hadn't seen each other in many years, barely knew each other. And she said to me, um, the angels are whispering into my ear. You need to come to Ojai. We have a lot to talk about. And this was at the beginning more so of my spiritual journey. And I was like, wow, I was very fascinated. Like the angels are whispering in her ear. She must be so tapped in. So, of course, I was already going to Ojai that weekend, already planned, sat down with her. Immediately, there were tears rolling down her cheeks. And she told me that I... I'm connected to the Pleiadians, and she taught me about who the Pleiadians are, which is a beautiful group of light beings up in the up in the stars. And she was saying they they are ready to work with you and work through you, and your soul is very Pleiadian. And Nicola herself is not Pleiadian; she is Andromedan, which is another group mm. of light beings. So not everybody is Palladian. Exactly. So, mm. yeah, not even everyone is astral. Some people are, I mean, at least in my personal opinion, some people are very astral, star seeds. We're connected to the stars. Some people are much more connected to the earth or to crystals, plants, to the water. Um, I think there's many, many, many different kinds, different origins of souls, although I think many of our souls have been around for so long that we have experiences in all of these places. Yeah. Because um, I also have such a tie to the earth, all, although I also mm. feel such a tie to the stars. So, yeah, we're not all Pleiadian, at least in my, in my opinion of it. Um, there are Andromedans. Lyrans, many, many different beautiful kinds of, of star seeds. So yeah. yeah. And can you be a I think I, I think it was Heather Hoffman who told me she was not only Palladian but a couple other different types too in the stars. And that's interesting. There's also Earth. Right. I know I'm connected to the forest. Yes, you are such a little forest creature. Um so <laughs> and but you're also super Pleiadian. I think we all have both because I, I know yeah. I'm Pleiadian and I'm deeply medicine woman from the earth um, yes. when we're talking like past lives. So Nicola is able to speak to the Pleiadians even though she's not Pleiadian herself because she was given the keys to do so by this shaman that she worked with um, 
for many years and he told her that it was time for women in the West to hold the keys to be able to speak to the Pleiadians. So she started teaching me about them. I was very fascinated. And then I came home and did a lot of my own research and just started writing to them. So long story short, to answer your question, I would do some automatic writing, which is journaling and would would write and ask a question to the Pleiadians, which I would tell everybody listening, you can always pose a question in your journal and write to either a group of light beings or to an ancestor of yours that has passed away or your angels or your guides. And through writing, just trust what's coming through and they will start to answer you. And everybody can do this. It's all about trust. It's all about getting out of your own way. And that's how I ultimately started channeling. And then it was only recently, within the last two or three months, that I started channeling a bit out loud. And I've done that a little on my podcast and then mostly in the course. And then I did it on Instagram Live once. Wow. That was a little... I wouldn't do it again because it was very (laughs) draining. I didn't have correct boundaries. And that's something that Mm. Bree has been helping me learn. Interesting. How do you set these boundaries? Well, um, so I asked Bree, our very amazing mutual friend who's been doing this for a long time. And she... Uh, she has a lot of tips for setting boundaries. She doesn't allow like other people's feelings to enter her body. She just sets these strong boundaries where I'm like, oh my God, I really am like this highly sensitive reflector. (laughs) I I do feel other people's feelings. It's very hard for me to set that boundary. But um, also just like opening up every time before you channel saying, speaking to your angels and to your light team, saying, I will only allow in information of the highest and greatest good. I'm only here to channel information from a loving consciousness. I do not allow any negative energy into my field. Any negative spirits in any way are not allowed to come into my field of energy. Those types of boundaries are really helpful. And then, um, Washing your hands is this very underrated way to cleanse yourself of other people's energy. So I think it's this wash your hands twice or something after you channel or after you do any like Reiki work, any work with your hands. And that has actually been helping me a lot. That makes so much sense. I mean, I feel whenever I even just go anywhere and let's say I don't even touch anything. I just need to wash my hands because, and I think I do feel like I'm washing others' energy off me in a sense. Um, totally. Not just germs, which of course, there is a slight germaphobe inside of me. I mean, I even have to like grab a paper towel to do the gas pump, but. <laughs> oh, wow. But. Yeah. Uh, oh, you know, it's important. <laughs> yeah, but it's, the, but it's more than just like the germs. It's something else. Like just. I enter my house and I need to just wash my hands because it's like this nice grounding moment to cleanse and feel safe in my home, but cleansing the energy that I was just around. I even uh, like to wash up to my forearms too. Oh my God. That's what Jonathan does. Really? I always make fun of him because he literally (laughs) 
washes his forearms and he'll get into bed and I'll be like, did you wash your forearms? Because he is the ultimate germaphobe. Maybe, but, maybe it's a forest child thing. Maybe it's a Leo <laughs> thing. Aren't you a Leo too? Yes. Okay, you guys are very similar. No kidding. You keep saying all these things. I'm like, wow, Jonathan, what's up, brother? <laughs> yeah, you guys are such Leos, such forest creatures. I love it. What's well, good? He's taught me a lot about that kind of thing because I used to just like hop into bed. I wasn't crazy about washing my hands or even showering, like not in a gross way, but um, it's just never been something that I personally have been very on, you know, very like obsessive about. Yeah. I'm obsessive about a lot of things, but you know, he's taught me and I've learned. I think it's helpful. And you really need to do it because you do soak in so much energy around you. In fact, do you take a shower like every single night by any chance? Because that is a great way for you to cleanse before bed. I, yeah, I take a lot of baths. You do. I take a lot of like warm baths literally every day, like sometimes twice a day. And wow, it's my favorite thing in the world. Although I will say showering in many ways is um, more effective for cleansing energy because baths, you're just like sitting. You're soaking in it. <laughs> God, it's so relaxing for me. It makes me feel incredible. Back to aliens. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's interesting. So you and I, I think we're both in the same camp when we discovered Abraham Hicks a long time ago. Like I think I was about 24 or something. So it was 2014. And I think you also discovered them too. And there was just something about what Abraham was sharing, this wisdom that just resonated so deeply with my soul it was the truest feeling that I had ever felt especially since I was obsessive about the law of attraction it was something that was beyond what the secret was sharing which I appreciated so when I listen to Palladian's channel I just wonder sometimes do you think Abraham Hicks is a Palladian by any chance or just another group of light beings oh yeah this is such a good question so yeah I totally agree with you Abraham Hicks really opened my mind. Esther Hicks, um, a lot of my course is very much inspired by Abraham's teachings and Abraham's books. Asking it is given. I probably quote that like a hundred times in the course. Such a good read. I I know. I do feel like Abraham is very Pleiadian-esque. I know that that loving consciousness, that consciousness of light beings and even speaking in the we versus the I is all very Pleiadian, very light being to me. So I feel like Abraham could be Pleiadian. Then again, I'm so open to endless, endless um, beings up there. Yeah. It's like my human mind wanted to box the Palladians in this category and Abraham Hicks in this category, but in all honesty, it's so expansive. Because I used to think like, what's the difference between angels and guides and spirits and Palladians and aliens and 
these old souls and past lives, like right. and our ancestors. I'm so confused. What's the, like, I need to understand this in my human mind, but it's probably something that we can't categorize or comprehend totally. They just, they lower the vibration of these by labeling them so we can comprehend them as humans. I totally agree. I totally agree. So I think the Pleiadians and Abraham are probably friends and have a lot of similar <laughs> ideologies and they yeah. want to help human existence. Yeah. That's that simple. They want to help human existence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Beautiful thing. But I do think um, Abraham having a name, a human name in many ways mm-hmm. helps people connect versus yeah. talking about him being him being an alien or anything. I think that is partially why Esther and Jerry and Abraham have been so successful. Exactly. Because they will lightly touch upon what they are. A lot of people, if they just listen to, you know, those five to 15 minute talks of Esther answering questions, Abraham answering questions, it just feels like a human named Abraham is answering questions about life and nothing that feels a little too woo-woo and far-fetched for people to really understand. I know people that were introduced to Abraham from that from those YouTube videos first. And so they had no idea. And then when they learned what it was, it's like, oh, that makes a lot of sense because you get it, you know, and it really expands people's minds. Exactly. I completely agree. Yeah. Another thing I know, it's, it's part of your power. It's a part of your gift, um, is your ability to shape shift, see people shape shift, see people's faces shift. Yeah. Um, not you yourself. I mean, perhaps you can, but you actually seeing other faces when you look at them. What is that experience like? Yeah, I would love to know if I also shape shift. I would need <laughs> someone to look at me and tell me. Um, I believe people have told me that, like Nicola and people who are similarly tapped in in that way. Um. I know actually Nicola has seen me shapeshift into like my overarching soul and also my younger soul. But yeah, Nicola was the first person who I ever saw her face shapeshift and I saw her turn into a Native American woman and then a Native American man and then an entire um, portal for a, an entire different galaxy, which was basically the Pleiades. I've seen her turn into more of an alien type of being. And then at first, it used to only happen with shamanic people, shaman direct. It has happened with people who frequently work with spirits in other realms. And then it started happening with people who people who are just tapped in to themselves or to higher realms of consciousness. So, um, I mean, I see it with Jonathan every day because we stare into each other's eyes and souls and I'm always seeing his soul emerge on his face and see him turn into more of an alien creature as well. Um, even if he doesn't see or feel it at all. And yeah, I've seen it with, um, when I had the beautiful Claire yes. Plantiful Soul on my podcast. Oh my God. It was distracting in the most beautiful way how much her face was shape shifting during our conversation. 
And at the end of it, I was like, Claire, I could barely look at you because you're turning into so many, so many beings and souls. And she was just, she's just, you know, this all knowing wise, very young, young in the, in the human sense, um, beautiful yes. human. Like, yeah, I could see myself being a shaman one day. I'm like, well, you pretty much already are one uh, with all the spirits that live inside of you. It's, oh, it's so beautiful. The first time it happened with Nicola, it was scary. I was like screaming. I was like, what is going on, Nicola? I've never seen this before. Oh my God. The world is so much more vast than I ever could have ever imagined. But quickly it became just beyond exciting well and I've heard that this is actually like a power like a gift that some people are tuned into you know there are people that are really um intensely tuned into their mediumship side their clairvoyant side without even trying and it's beautiful that I mean something everyone can tune into but some people I mean everybody has that just innate magic that they were already given so that is something that's really interesting like you weren't even trying and speaking of Claire I remember um what because we would do this thing in Hawaii where we would soul gaze um into each other's eyes like everybody did it with everybody um and one night I didn't think I you know I was going through a hard time she came to my door and I answered and she just like, I just remember she just, you know, started soul gazing. We didn't say a word, but she just gave me that look in her eye and I was looking at her and I just felt her love. But then I do remember just only one slight shift in the eye and the cheekbone. And I still just remember that it was so weird. Like her face started to mold to just nothing like a ton of different that vastly different looking beings but just like the shape of her face it was so crazy yes that is so beautiful it was at night too so uh-huh I think sometimes yeah. nighttime is like a deeper portal regardless yeah. and yeah. yeah I think everyone that's the cool thing about this stuff is capable of seeing all of this shape-shifting, et cetera, you almost just have to open your mind enough to experience it one time to see that it's true. And then right. once you've experienced it and your mind is open, there's no going back. Yeah. It's so fun. Sometimes I even meet listeners of my podcast like in the grocery store and I'll see it in their face wow. and they'll see it in my face. And I'm like, gosh, you are so tapped in and it's very fun to just notice all the people who are so deeply intuitive and then yeah when I asked shaman Durek about it an incredible shaman who's been on my podcast yeah. a few times he said yeah that's one of your specific gifts there we go so like you said like you said some people you know really see it and then I do believe it's available to everybody but we all have our own unique gifts and I I used to spend my time chasing other people's gifts like how do I become a medium I want to channel people's loved ones who have passed away yeah and you know sometimes I can do that but I also know that there are people who do that for a living who I trust wholeheartedly and I don't want to spend any more time chasing other people's gifts. I want to learn all my own. Oh, that's beautiful. And that's so true. I mean, you had been quite a guinea pig for trying out, testing out all the spiritual tools and you have many tools on your tool belt now, but 
the power within your message just there, like to not go chase what other people are just innately given because you, everybody has their own that is so powerful and so needed. And there are gifts I realize that haven't even really been acknowledged or discovered yet in a wider sense something about that gift we need it yeah maybe we're just not aware most humans are just not aware of it yet so if you could share it that would be amazing yeah absolutely I'm so curious how Jonathan reacts to whenever you discover something new or feel something new within that is just so expansive and beyond the physical something that he at this moment might not be able to fathom, um, though he's clearly super awakened as he's experimenting and having his own spiritual journey. Yeah, how has Jonathan been supporting this expansiveness within you? This is such a good question. And people ask me all the time. (laughs) I mean, answering on a podcast, this is great because people just ask me like one-on-one. Perfect. Yeah, it's it's really cool because we are definitely very different from each other me and Jonathan I am such a spiritual guinea pig like you said and I will try anything and I believe in everything and my mind is wide open and my heart is wide open and before Jonathan and I dated he was not into any of this at all and in his own way he's a spiritual person um as far as like men go he was He's tapped into his emotional side. He's been into yoga and meditation. And that's further than a lot of people go in its in and of itself. Um, and then when we started dating and some of these things started getting brought up like aliens and mediumship, at first for him, it was very wild. I remember coming home and telling him about the experience I had with Nicola. And he was just... It was so foreign to him. He just didn't even want to talk about it. And over the years, that has shifted as well. And I'm grateful for that because I think all of this stuff has just soaked in more. And he understands it more. And we, yeah, in May, did ayahuasca together. And that was huge because I needed him to see the place where I go when I do ayahuasca, the place where my soul goes, that's who I truly am. That's the real, real, real me. And I needed him to see that. And so he did that. And it's also the real, real, real him. Yes. Of course, because that's how it is for everybody, unless unless perhaps the medicine doesn't speak to them or doesn't have, they don't feel a connection. And that's okay, too. Um So to do it together was just wonderful. And now he always says his favorite thing about me is my spirituality. And also, I like that we're different. He keeps me grounded. Um, He keeps me here on this earth. He is such a forest creature. Mm -hmm. And I really appreciate how different we are. That's so beautiful. And what a beautiful timing, too, to do all that and really connect within and more deeply with each other before you get married. Exactly. That was the thought. And before he did ayahuasca, probably didn't 
fully believe in so much of this woo-wooiness like a lot of people, though I do, it's a, it does seem like more people are starting to become more and more open. As you said, you're fully open, and me too, I'm fully just so open, maybe delusionally optimistic sometimes, <laughs> yeah. but <laughs> to people just embracing their inner spirituality and even their woo-wooiness, like you know, ourselves, but it also seems like many people are going in the opposite direction on the opposite end of the spectrum, which is fine as that's part of their journey. You know, whatever they feel like their ego wants them to do more than their souls. And it can just be super easy when you're on Instagram or YouTube or something to be super influenced by this, especially when you're you're like, you are even in LA, the capital of it all. (laughs) That's one thing I just admire about you and to you. And I love connecting with you on a deeper level because you seem to stay true to you. I know, not even you seem, I know you stay true to you. You are just fully awakened to you unabashedly, no matter what other people who, whether they believe in all of this or not, have to say. And you even are starting to get experience with that. So (laughs) you are staying true in your strength and in your warrior goddessness. How do you avoid this noise and just stay honest with your soul and not let anybody else's judgments and preconceived notions get to you because a lot of people aren't around those who are waking up to all of this. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad you're asking me this because, well, you know, because I was sharing with you earlier, I had an experience recently that was kind of, um, a rude awakening, a a remembering that this spiritual life is definitely not part of everyone's life. And this is really, really different for many people. And sometimes I forget because I feel so supported by my own community on The Balanced Blonde and my own friendships and my own family that I forget that Um, parts of this spiritual awakening journey are really um, scary for some people because they haven't experienced it or they don't really know what it is and people judge things that they don't understand. So yeah, as a sensitive person, I do get my feelings hurt when, um, when I feel misunderstood and that's something that I'm working on because ultimately my highest self knows that it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. And the only thing that matters is what I think of myself. And then, of course, the closest people around me, as long as they are happy with me, then I'm good. And as long as I'm happy with me, then I'm good. So I stay strong by just reminding myself everything happens for a reason. I'm always surrendering to the universe. Surrender is my word, my word for the year and for everything. When I get my feelings hurt about something like that, I just surrender. And I say to the universe, what's the purpose? I know that everything's happening for a purpose. So what is the purpose of this particular circumstance? And very quickly, the universe will remind me, tell me, well, this is teaching you something. This is teaching you something and you can choose to learn from it or you can choose to get caught up in your own stories in your head. So I always try to remember to learn rather than to tell myself, oh, no, someone doesn't like me. Oh, no, I must have done something really wrong. 
And instead of just worrying, which is very much a fear-based mentality, I return to love. Thank you, Marianne Williamson, for her the book, Return to Love, which really changed my life. Um, and I surrender and I ask the universe, which is basically asking my soul, what is what is the purpose of this? And then it almost becomes fun to surrender and to realize, oh my gosh, the things that once would have literally broken my heart and sent me into an absolute crazy tizzy of freak out (laughs) I can be calm I can be calm now and I don't always master that I'm not perfect at all but the times that I do master that and stay calm Mm -hmm. it is such a good feeling that's true growth and it's true to you it's so it's so important to surrender in order to wake back up to our souls in every moment yeah my mind will think I need to be this certain person and attach myself to a certain identity and then the way of the wind kind of flows me in another direction and I'll fight against it. And then I think of these narratives that other people might be thinking about me and that I need to stick to this or thinking about me and it might make me feel less than in some way. Or or I do get triggered by a person. That's all you have to do is just like surrender to it to get back to you so your mind doesn't take over yeah surrender is everything everything yeah surrender helps me through everything and the things that start to really bother me and make me nervous and upset I really when I surrender I remember oh my gosh I'm an eternal soul having a human experience (laughs) like I came here to experience joy And even the hardest things that I go through, Lyme disease, health problems, family problems, judgment, all these things um, does not have to be a big deal. It does not have to affect me on a soul level. I can learn from it. I can always learn. And we all can. Mm. With every single lesson that's gifted to us not even just thrown at us but gifted to us in some way exactly oh that's beautiful so you've been on here a lot and you've done a lot of random fires yeah but I figured instead of a random fire I'd rather with you because I also did this with Allie and Brie and you guys are my close close gals so I thought it'd be fun to play a round of um would you rather Ooh, fun let's do it Let's do it. Okay. Would you rather, Jordan, decorate your home with only crystals or only plants? Oh, my gosh. Only crystals because I love plants, but I have a lot of allergies. (laughs) Me too. Wait, that's a really good reason. And you can just step outside in nature anytime. But it's kind of hard to step outside and bask in crystals. Exactly. Can you imagine? (gasps) I know. That's the place that I envision in my mind's eye when I'm meditating, like a crystal cave. You know what we have here in Utah, which when you come here, I'll take you to. It's called Tipinogos Cave. And they're kind of like crystals, but you walk in and it, it feels like you're just around a ton of crystals. I forgot exactly what they're called, but it's so Amazing. beautiful. That is so beautiful. Wow. Heaven. It's heaven. It's heaven. Would you rather live in the hottest place on Mama Earth or the coldest? 
Ooh, that is a really hard one. <laughs> Probably the hottest because I am such a baby with the cold. I literally think it's cold when it's like 75. <laughs> oh my gosh. Maybe you don't want to come to Utah. <laughs> Maybe in the summer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This would be the perfect time actually. Water fast or juice fast? Ooh. Well, I would juice fast. I just juice fasted in Palm Springs and oh my gosh, yeah. after water fasting, juice fasting feels like a feast when it comes to the cleansing life. And I love it. I love it. I loved having those juices and we had soup at night too and that was delicious. That's so true. I was like when I was water fasting, I was like, man, if I even just had juice right now, I would feel like it was it a does. feast, a meal. Ugh. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow, that's so funny. So, would you rather your superpower be to stop forest fires or to stop tsunamis and hurricanes? Wow. Forest fires, because those have hit very close to home. Yeah. Here in LA and in Northern California. Yeah. That would be an amazing superpower. That would be. I wish I someone know. did have that during that time. Yeah. Would you rather be able to teleport anywhere or fly like a bird anywhere? Teleport. Yeah. I would love to just snap my fingers and be wherever. I know. I loved watching Nick at Night as a little girl and I'd watch I Dream of Jeannie and I wanted to be her so bad. I loved that too and I loved Nick at Night. I loved it. <laughs> yes. What were some of your favorite Nick and Night shows? Um, I'm trying to remember what was on there. It was like um, Brady Bunch, Wonder Years. Oh, well, um, I was a major Brady Bunch fan. Um, <laughs> me too. Huge Brady Bunch fan. And what's the other show I'm thinking of that's from that era? What else was on Nick at Night? Um, there um, was, uh, the I think Facts of Life was on Nick at Night. Wonder mm-hmm. Years. Oh, Boy Meets World? <gasps> No, that was Disney, which I loved. Oh, yeah, but I loved Boy Meets World. Loved Boy Meets World. Everybody that was born in, like, the 2000s is like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I know. Well, Boy Meets World was amazing. And remind me another time to tell you a story about Ben Savage, Corey, oh, from Boy Meets World. Yes. Who okay. I ended up getting to know. Um <gasps> Boy Meets World is life. Stop. Okay. I can't wait. Okay. That, yep. Yep. You have to tell me. I had the biggest crush on him when I was a little girl. Me too. <laughs> but I wanted to be Topanga. Yeah. Same. She's amazing. Would you rather visit Mama Moon or hang out with the Palladium? Oh my gosh. Those are like two of my dreams. <laughs> well, you can only have one, Jordan. I know. I would hang out with the Pleiadians because... Of course. I gotta see, like, what do they look like? If they even look like anything, I need to know. You know what's just dawned on me, though? Because you know no matter what, after this life, you're going to be hanging out with them. But who knows if you're going to be going to the moon? That's true. <laughs> That's true. I would love to go to the moon. I know. Both incredible. Would you rather be a human again or an angel spirit guide Palladian or whatever in the next life. I would much rather be an angel or a spirit guide. Yeah. I always say, <laughs> if possible, this is my last human life. I love being a human, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. I have that feeling. However, my other answer is I want to go wherever my loved ones are. I yeah. want to be with Jonathan and Hudson forever. 
And same with my parents. So wherever they are, I would go back. I can't picture not being with my family in the next life. That doesn't make any sense. I think you'll be with them. (laughs) I I really, truly believe that we travel together in soul families. Oh, yeah. There's no coincidences. And that calls for everyone that you meet, but especially your family. Yes. Oh, this one's fun. Would you rather have to eat desserts only? So only desserts for the rest of your life, nothing else. Or only eat vegetables for the rest of your life. Ooh. And yeah, there's consequences. (laughs) Right. There are. Oh, my God. Well, I would only eat vegetables because – I eat about like 80% vegetables as it is, and I feel really good. So I just want to consistently feel good. Same, same. Would you rather never, ever get angry again or never feel sad again? Oh, my gosh. I would rather never get angry. I yeah. do not like that feeling. I felt uh-huh. it yesterday for the first time in a while. Yeah. And I really, I really don't like that feeling. It makes me feel a little out of control. I mean, it makes me not feel like me. I'm like, who is this? Yeah. Sadness, though, I feel is part of life. Like when things happen, when people pass away, I want to feel those natural feelings. Yeah. Of it's part of the human experience. I, I do actually think people need to let out their anger, though, in order to get over stuff but in a healthier way. I've been better the past, like, what, three months or so? So I was going through that dark, sad period for, like, over mm-hmm. a year. And it was so worth it, though, in the Yeah, long because the things that you learn and take away from it are limitless. Yeah. Would you rather have a horrible short-term memory or a horrible long-term memory? Oh, wait, a horrible short-term or a horrible long-term? Yeah. I would rather probably have a horrible short-term because (laughs) I love all the memories. I think that's important. I would be really sad if I didn't remember that kind of stuff. And it just dawned on me. I mean, if you have a somewhat good long-term memory, maybe you won't remember what happened in the short-term, but you'll remember it down the road. (laughs) That's what I was thinking. (laughs) When you look back on life, you'll see it. (laughs) This is such a weird one. Would you rather have no eyebrows or only one eyebrow? Oh, my gosh. No eyebrows because I think yeah. the symmetry there would be a little off. Yeah, yeah, same. <laughs> so funny. Would you rather create your own magic from ground zero or add to someone else's magic that is absolutely thriving and making an, an impact in the world already? Oh, wow. I would create my own yeah. because I know myself and I, that is the only way I like to do Hell things. yeah. Amen to that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I I love supporting other people in their magic, but not really being a part of it per se. Well, speaking of magic, the last question that I ask, and I've asked you so many times, but you know what? It's a different day. Your soul's expanded in a different way. So it will probably be a different answer. Yes. <laughs> How would you advise the, your own magic listeners to create their own magic? Oh, yeah, I'm sure it's a different answer because I just go so off the cuff. (laughs) How would I advise you to create your own magic? I would say listen to your heart and your soul. And the best way to do that is to take time for yourself every day, whether you're meditating or taking a shower and allowing yourself to go quiet and tell the universe that you're open for business. And that's when you'll get 
your best ideas, clarity, releasing from anxiety, and then trust yourself and have the confidence to know that you are the only you that ever existed. You're so special and there's no reason to compare yourself to anybody else. The magic that you can create is simply yours and you're the only one that can do it and the world needs you. Whoa. As you were saying this, Jordan, I wonder, I hope that the recording caught it. There was another voice talking with you saying the same, but wasn't your, that was crazy. Whoa. You'll have to listen back. Remember this time, Mark. I will. You'll have to listen back at this time. There was another voice talking with you. That is wild. (laughs) Oh my God. Well, I'm not because half the time I'm just getting out of the way and allowing something to come through. Yeah. Yeah. And that, and that answer you just shared was simply a truth as it channeled you as a vessel. And you have, you are just nothing but pure light and magic. I love every ounce of you with every fiber of my being, like the way that you are living your life, it just it inspires me, and I'm so thankful to be in your life. Aww. So mm, I, I feel love the you. exact same. I love you so much. I'm so <laughs> grateful. Where can everybody else connect with you and also get your course, Waking Back Up? Yeah. So you can find me on thebalanceblonde.com. You can get the course also on thebalancepond.com. You can find it on the homepage or go up to the little courses section and click on it there. We have a special code for the listeners of this podcast. Yeah. The code <laughs> is magic. So that will get you 10% off of the course. The course is available through July 22nd. Um, I do have a payment plan because that seems like something people really wanted. So you can actually email me for that link if you want that at jordan at thebalanceblonde.com. And then I have my podcast, Soul on Fire, and Raquel's coming on soon yes. when you get back from Bali. And that's going to be really the, fun. Right when I get back from Bali. So everyone listen for that episode. And I, I mean, obviously I'm not making anything from this course, but I think everybody needs to check out this course because I feel like as I looked at what you're offering, you pretty much are answering all the big questions that I usually get asked. So, but imagine being able to go into that course, understand this information, but really ask it for yourself and for have your soul really answer it. So beautiful. Yes. It's basically an outpouring of, of everything I've learned spiritually and more. I feel like it's very not a course. I feel like it sounds more like a divine at home retreat life expanding lesson. <laughs> it is, you know, I know. It was interesting for me to even call it a course. I tried to make it course-like because there's intention setting and journaling prompts and community on Facebook and all these things. And that's how our human mind likes to process information. Yeah, but it is more of an at-home retreat. That is really what I wanted people to know. So I'm really glad you said that. You should advertise that as well. That's an at-home retreat. Because that's what I am like. going to do that. Thank you for that. <laughs> I should have asked you before I launched it. Uh, <laughs> oh, I not a marketing genius at all. In fact, that's what I need to pick your mind for sometime. Yes. Oh, my gosh. So we can good. always 
discuss. And that's the spirit juice, sis. Yeah. Spill the spirit juice. I know. I love spirit juice. I just sent it out yesterday for the first time in a year. Yeah. I received it. I love your newsletters. They're so colorful. And yeah, they're great. You're great. I love you. You're amazing. You are. <laughs> I love you. Dear Yomis, thank you so much, so, so much for lending your ear and taking time, valuable time for your soul to listen to this episode today. I am honored to provide this for you and I hope something in this spoke to you and shifted you in some way. I would love to personally connect with your soul on, well, of course, IRL, but also on the Instagrams or the Facebooks. My Instagram, which I am finally active on, is at Raquel Mantra, that is spelled R-A-Q-U-E-L-L-E Mantra. I'll put that in the show notes. And make sure to not only see and respond to all the comments, but also send love back to you because why not? And then for you to also connect with me and this powerful tribe of like-minded individuals, high-vibing individuals to, to raise your vibrations, feel free to join us in the Your Own Magic secret Facebook group. That will also be left in the show notes. And feel free to browse yourownmagic.life. I have some free guided meditations on there and more information about upcoming retreats and events. And of course, my offering, my service is the Soul Tribe exclusive site, which is $44.44 USD. This is for life for you to receive many meditations where I sprinkle in at least one new meditation a month and the most recent one was to help you reprogram your subconscious mind to see your highest potential in a hypnotic state for example like reprogramming your subconscious mind to see your highest potential while you're in a hypnotic state along with others like activating your third eye or short simple ones to ease you into your morning or alleviate anxiety and a lot of deep imaginings which i love to do personally is to just visualize and expand my imagination so i can be more creative in my day in addition to that other soul expanding journalings to ask yourself every morning and magic challenges and other spiritual rituals yada yada (laughs) anyway i love you all so much thank you so much for listening and have a magical day